1: Many entrepreneurs believe that in order to grow their business, they must work harder and harder. Today's guest, Curtis Jenkins, believes that many people don't understand the concept of working on the business because they're too busy working in the business. Curtis joins us today to discuss simple steps entrepreneurs can take to realize their professional vision. Curtis is an author, entrepreneur, and project management executive who helps people transform their life through clarity and execution. He is the author of the book, Vision to Reality, Stop Working, Start Living. Welcome, Curtis. Thank you so much for joining us.
0: Oh, thank you so much for having me. I do appreciate it.
1: Curtis, I love the title of the book, Start Living, because that's something many entrepreneurs don't do. Many people believe that the only way to be successful is to work harder and harder and harder. And you say that we need to learn how to work on the business and not in the business. What does that mean?
0: Yeah, so uh, most of us start off as solopreneurs. Uh, We have this dream of working for ourselves. We don't want to work for someone else. And we have either a good product or a good service. And we get into it, and we love it, and it's our passion. And what happens is you don't realize that you have a finite amount of time and you can't do everything yourself. And so now you find yourself just working, working, working. And then you look up after a few years or maybe many years and you go, you know, I need to start thinking about the next level of how do I either take this business and give it to the next generation or... How can I stop working so hard? But you can't find your way out of that. And that's because you've worked in the business for so long, you didn't realize that you need to work on a business. That means whatever you are doing inside the business, it will never grow because it's all centered around the amount of time that you have available. But working on the business is duplicating yourself, creating an ecosystem, creating standards where others can follow. And now you have one, two, three, four, five, maybe even more people that can help you expand your business while you focus on main business criteria. And and to just give you an example, many of us are working so much in the business, we don't understand finances and how to grow the business, what the financial measures mean. So when you are looking, say, to expand, you don't even have your, your house in order, your your financial house in order to know that these numbers are important for investors or bankers to give you money so that you'll be able to grow the business. So It is doing the day-to-day business yourself and not stepping back and running a business through others.
1: Well, you know, as an entrepreneur, Curtis, I know I fell into that trap when I was starting out. I was working seven days a week, 14, 16-hour days. And I think, you know, for me, and I I think this may be a, a problem for other people as well, and I'd love your take on it, but some of us have this control thing that, you know, no one else can do it as good as we can. And then the other part of it is that some of us say, well, I can't afford to bring other people on. So how do we learn to relinquish that control? And when do we know financially it's time to spend that money on those resources?
0: Yeah, that, that, nobody can do it better than me. And, and control is a big thing. It, it's funny, um, when I work with entrepreneurs, um, some are so worried that what you're going to do is take their idea and take their business and run with it, that they don't want to uh, provide any information, but they want to help. So they they fight against themselves. I have never seen, never heard of anybody taking an idea and running with it. I mean, I, I know we can talk about things that may have happened in the past, or it may even happen. But for the most part, when people are working with you, they're trying to help you. Not take your idea, you, you you have to open up. you have to get yourself in the mindset of trust. and so, well, Curtis, how do i uh, how do I do that? How do I gain more employees? So when I talk about my vision to reality, um, there's five steps: visualize, evaluate, calculate, clarify, and realize. The second one evaluate is evaluating people, evaluating the people that's in your current business ecosystem. And it's evaluating who can help you get where you want to go. And so you need to partner, if you're not familiar with this, with someone who's going to help you find the right talent. And how do you know which talent you need? Start thinking about the roles and the things that you do, what you can relinquish to someone else. Don't relinquish the things that you're strong at, but primarily things that uh, take up most of your time. And then... When you, If you say, well, I don't have the cash for that, build out a plan, build out a financial plan. So that's where calculate comes in as well as clarify and say, when I hit this financial milestone and here's the things I'm going to do to hit that financial milestone, then I'm going to add this resource uh, with these responsibilities and then go from there. And you keep doing that until you grow. Now, one of the things, and I'll give you an example, Uh, I had that wanted to grow, and they wanted to grow a business that typically grows 1% a year, and they wanted to do this exponential growth. And I said, the only way you can do that is through salespeople. And I gave an example of, hey, if you want to get salespeople, if we can come up with just $130,000, right? So however we do it, we can get four people, one, a sales manager, and we give them a base salary of $40,000. Then we get a commercial salesperson, a residential salesperson, and a government salesperson. In this particular business, they had those legs, and we paid them each $30,000. That's your base salary. That's the 130000 But you develop sales goals for these, for each of these, and you have the sales manager uh, manage these three. Now, if you want to grow really, really big, you're going to need salespeople, and you give them... An, the incentive, because the more that they make, the more that you're making. So that's an example of how you can grow your business and not be the person doing all the work, if you, you know, getting others to do it.
1: Curtis, you just mentioned visualization as one of the keys. How does a business owner go about creating a vision for his or her business?
0: I, I believe that most people think they already have a vision of what that, what their business looks like. What I do is challenge that, uh, that business leader to talk to me and articulate what that vision looks like. And if we get to the point where we're both seeing the same thing, then I know that they have a vision that they can articulate. So I'll, I'll give you an example. When I, when I meet with uh, business owners, I will ask them, what did they see? Even if I don't use the word vision, what did you see? What did your life look like? And what did your business look like when you wanted to do this? And so it starts off with the conversation around, hey, I wanted to be financially free. I wanted to work for myself. You know, I saw myself um, with this business humming, you know, customers coming in, banging down my door, employees working well. So I said, well, let's let's take that vision and try to hone it, right? How about, uh, you know, what did you see your business five years as it relates to where you are with revenue? Where do you see your business as it relates to the impact that you're going to make on your community and, and who do you want to work with? Where do you see your business in terms of partnerships? Just different questions to come up with, hey, I want to be X company in this location making X amount of dollars and servicing these customers. And so now if you're able to come up with a vision that people can understand then let's work towards the goals that uh, support that vision. So if it's X amount of revenue, for example, and, and the example I gave you earlier, let's say commercial, residential, and government, You know, let's say that's 100% of your revenue, we'll, we'll say commercial's gonna be 40%, uh, residential will be 30%, and government will be another 30%. Okay, now, who's gonna get there? And how are we gonna get there? And what are the markets we're gonna, we're gonna do, you know, location? And so we start lining up the people that we need and, and and then we come up with a plan around this is what I do every day to meet this goal. And so um, in order for us to get to that level, a leader has to be able to first articulate a vision and it needs to be well defined. The other thing a vision helps you with is at some point. You may be pitching your business because every time we go to these networking events, people say, well, you know, what do you do? Well, you can talk about what you do, but I like to say what the vision is and then take the vision um, and and break it down. So for me, I want to see a world of small business owners who've given their communities, their families, and their legacy the gift of their time, the gift of their financial support, and the gift of their presence. And so with that, you know, everything that I do to help entrepreneurs is to help with that vision.
1: Curtis, do you think that at the root of so many problems that entrepreneurs have, it, it's that they don't really know where they're going. They just start working and start doing, but they're not sure what the destination is.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean that happens, right? And that's not having a vision. Um, and so that's why we want to point them to that first. Some entrepreneurs are lucky and because they got a great idea and they make money despite themselves. But what happens is if they don't have a good foundation, they can't handle a crisis. But, yeah, I, w- I would say most of the entrepreneurs that I work with that have had my, – my ideal client has already been in business for several years. I, I rarely work with startups. There are a few that I work with. Um, but they've been in business for a while, and they are just trying to get out of the churn And that's where I come with stop working, start living. Um, I find that um, I have this term that I see people live payroll to payroll. Now we've heard paycheck to paycheck, but most of the time I'm hearing people just trying to make payroll. That's their goal, just make payroll. And so it gets less fun to do the job when you have employees and you're just trying to make payroll. Mm -hmm. Or if you don't have, let's say an employee base, you're just trying to pay yourself. You find that all that money keeps going back into the business and you're not enjoying that life you thought you had. So you're still working and you're not living.
1: And Curtis, when a business owner follows your advice and they set the vision and and they start to follow the steps that you were describing, what happens in the business? What type of results do you see?
0: I, I think the first result that I see is the aha moment. The aha moment that the simplicity of what I told you and what we're working on is so simple. Why didn't I think of that? And it's because, you know, it's not how you're wired, at least in the beginning. And and so that's the first, that's the first thing. Uh, the second thing is confidence. And confidence comes from when you can see a set of milestones that we've created together and you start to see yourself hitting those milestones and you start to see your cash flow uh, work better you start to see um, improvements in how your people that work for you or even yourself that comes from um, the planning and hitting the targets. and then once you you start building on that confidence it's something like going down a mountain You, you it just continues to flow and even when you deal with snags you're better equipped to handle them so that, those, are, those are some of the things that I start to see, and then it starts to translate into higher revenues and greater profit margins, because now you're able to get more sales, but you're also able to understand what your costs are and then your profits associated with that.
1: The book is Vision to Reality, Stop Working, Start Living. Curtis, where can our listeners go to get more information about you and your work?
0: Uh, Sure. So, first of all, I would encourage everyone to go to my website, cljassoc.com, CLJ stands for Curtis Leon Jenkins, and what you'll see there is I have what's called a Visionaire Scorecard, and so it's a scorecard that allows you to take a test to see where you are on the spectrum of the realization framework experience.
1: And once again, that book is Vision to Reality, Stop Working, Start Living. Curtis, thank you so much for joining us.
0: It's been my pleasure. Thank you for having me.
1: Thank you for joining us. I hope you found the show informative. At Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life, we believe that knowledge is power. Take what you've learned, apply it, and live your best life now.